The ways that I've seen the Lord confirm things to me is numerous over these last few weeks as I make tweaks and changes to this podcast. And one of those tangible ways has been people, encouragement from people and women specifically who have the same mission and mindset that I have. And today I get to share one such woman. Her name is Heather Shriver Burns. She is a speaker, a coach, and the host of the Seek for CEO podcast. She's a mama just like you and me. She's got herself three kiddos. She's married to her best friend for the last nine years, and they live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I always love talking to people when we are on polar opposite coasts, polar opposite coasts. It's so much fun to me. Heather is a multi-passionate entrepreneur whose greatest passion is pointing high-achieving, servant-hearted women to Jesus. Does that sound familiar? Uh, Yes, please. I am here for this. She is a master neuroscience business and biblical life coach. Basically, she helps ambitious CEOs like you and me manage their mind and emotions so they can manage their life and business by living in FLOW, an acronym that she's going to tell us a little bit about, with the Holy Spirit. Can I just get a yes and amen for this? We are talking about partnering with God in our business and what that looks like. You are not going to want to miss this. Grab a pen and paper and take a listen because, you know, truth be told, you're probably going to want to listen to this a couple times because there is so much meat and we packed it all into like a short 20 minutes or so. Hop on in. Let's get started and let's grow against the grain of this world with a mindset that is focused on God first. And before you hop off, at the end of the episode, I'm going to share a free gift with you from Heather that you will definitely want because mindset is so many different things. And if I can give you a resource straight from her that is straight from scripture about our aligning our mindset to Christ, that is absolutely something you want. So I'm going to talk about it at the end of the episode. Hey, Kingdom Builder, welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. Are you struggling to find balance between what Jesus wants for you and your big business goals? Do you find yourself up late at night, overwhelmed by the goals and growth you long for while also lacking the confidence to get there? Do you wake up with big, ambitious dreams only to feel frustrated that you're not promoting and afraid you'll fail when another team member quits and you miss that promotion again? Hey, I'm Michelle. I too was tired of being in the same place year after year. I too felt frustrated and wished to build the business of my dreams. I wanted to honor the Lord, level up, and see my team succeeding. But I kept telling myself, the products are too expensive, or no one wants to join me, or maybe I'm just not cut out for this. Does that sound familiar? Until I realized that all the growth and success was nothing if God wasn't my first priority. In this podcast, you'll find network marketing business tips, biblical mindset encouragement, and a little mama motivation sprinkled in from time to time, all so that you'll see the growth and success through God's eyes first. Let's partner together, grow against the grain of this world, and find that balance you've been craving. Friend, go grab your Bible, notebook, and that coffee that's been beeping at you from the microwave. Let's get ready to grow against the grain. 
Hello, hello, friends. Today, today I'm so excited. I get to share my new friend, Heather Burns, with you. And here's the crazy thing, Heather. I, well, you, I had messaged you. I, you, blah, 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 all, I can't even get my words out. I'm so excited. Um, I had found you through Steph, my podcast coach. You've worked with her as well. And you popped up and I was like, this is awesome. She's, you know, wants to serve the Lord and her business, everything. And then I don't know, you know, life happens. And as the Lord was really prompting my heart to really dive in and, and go all in honoring the Lord from the head down, first and foremost, I, I, this is not surprising at all, but you popped up on my feed that very same day. And I'm like, okay, there are no coincidences. And this is so wild. And I just love how the Lord has, you know, shown you, shown me, you in my life, you know, over the last few weeks. So welcome. Thanks for having me. It's so fun. Steph is such a gift. And yes, I would say good people know good people. So God is so cool. And he knows timing. Because I actually, I think when you had messaged me, I was like, wait, I've messaged you. We've messaged before. You did. So, you said that. Come on. And he circled us back around. And yeah, I'm here for it. I love it. Well, tell us a little bit about you. Oh my goodness. Such a, such a, you know, that, that question, we could be here all day, a little bit about me. So I'm a mom of three. I am married to my best friend. live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I became an entrepreneur when I became a mom, probably like a lot of your listeners. I was on maternity leave and thought, what was I thinking? Never wanted to be a stay at home mom, but didn't really know there were other options. So I ended up getting into network marketing, had a ton of success there over several years. And then things just shifted and I was just really pressing into the Lord, like, God, what did you create me to do? Um, and so here we are, I I've called myself a lot of things. I actually despise titles because I feel like they're so limiting. However, I'm essentially a business coach for Christian entrepreneurs, but I don't focus on the, you know, the marketing strategy or the P and L I focus on mindset, heart set, and soul care. The things that are hidden underneath that we often don't look at or don't want to look at. So I help women get to the source of their problems rather than like the symptoms of, oh, my messaging isn't right, or my my funnel isn't correct, or my marketing or my copy. So I'm much more on the deeper level of high achieving entrepreneurs and helping them really understand my verse that the Lord just really has given me to kind of anchor where I'm at in this season is third John one, two, may you prosper and be in good health in all things as your soul prospers. And so I believe that most entrepreneurs are not prospering, not just, not really because their copy or their website, it's there's something in their soul, which is their mind, their will, their emotions that's off. And so I love to help people find freedom in Jesus in that way. And then they get to seek him first and experience all the other benefits of it. So that's me in a nutshell. Ah, I love that. And it's like, so my heart, it's always been like, you can't extract, you know, our faith from what we do, but it is so easy to get caught up in the mechanism. The messaging and the marketing of it all, because you're like, well, I need to sell this thing because that's what makes sense. And I'm going to honor the Lord in that and do it with integrity and everything. And I know for myself, that's where I was caught up for a lot of years. Like I, I showed up with integrity and I did my job well, but I had God kind of on that back shelf, like, okay, now it's appropriate. Let me bring you out. And that's not enough. He wants more. He wants all of us. 
And just another confirmation of how aligned we were. I was listening to one of your episodes and you had a guest on. And all I remember is she, both of you referenced Romans 12 too, which is the Lord, what the Lord has impressed upon my heart that I need to be basically in this world, but not of this world to be transformed by the renewing of my mind. And that's why I love, love, love what you're doing. So let's talk about that. How do we do that? in our business. Yeah. And I I feel like sharing this because I think in defense of the, the, the older you, right. The version where you were showing up with integrity, you were doing what you were told to do. And I think that's just it. We're told by the experts and by people who have gone before us, here's what you need to do. Here's what you should do. Here's what you have to do. Here's what you must do in order to get that next level of success. And so really what happens when we start chasing those things and we start obeying what somebody told us to do, all the while, perhaps forgetting that God has supernatural strategies. He has, right? I, one of my favorite verses is Jeremiah 33, 3, come to me and I will tell you hidden things you don't know. That's paraphrased, but it's like, oh wait, God has everything. And so while we can take advice from the experts, right? Advice from people who have gone before us and we can respect what they've done. We also can go to the Lord and make him our first, right? So I, I, my podcast is called seek first CEO. And so I've heard a lot of different people talk about God's my CEO and all these things. And I was like, you know, the Lord just showed me personally that no, 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 you are the CEO. I have, I have gifted you and entrusted you with this calling. I own it. I'm the owner. I own this thing. I have high stakes in it, right? I have a purpose for this and you're the CEO that I'm asking you to steward it. So when you come to me, when you come to the board meeting, right? When you come to all the stakeholders who are sitting at the table, you get to come to me and I'm trusting that you're going to steward this thing well. So, so yeah, like, what does that look like for me? It looks like, you know, not just, I I use the analogy of a cake. So the God, God showed me one day, like Heather, what you've been doing is you have been building a business and then you kind of sprinkle me on top as like the icing and the, you know, and like the sprinkles on top and it looks really Christian and it looks like we're doing this for God, you know, all these things. Show it off. Like, oh yeah. He's like, I want to be the cake. Yeah. I want to be the substance. I want to be the meat of this thing. And then everything else is that extra stuff. And so I was like, oh Lord, forgive me for making you a sprinkle when you want to be the, you want to be the, the bite of the, you know, the hardiness of it. And so for me, that looks like talking, talking with God about my business, right? I used to like set goals and then I'd invite God into it. Now it's a little reverse. It's like, wait a second, God, let, let's talk about this. Here are the desires of my heart, right? You, he wants to know those things and there's nothing wrong with that. So I'm going to lay those before you and say, okay, what do you want? Right? What is your will? Here's mine. What, what, what about you? And so really it, it's all about being in relationship with him and talking with him, just like we build any other type of relationship. You hire a coach. I would say, Holy spirit's my favorite coach. I love coaches. I'm a coach. I think if they serve a purpose and there's, you know, there's importance in allowing other people like Steph, you know, to pour into, into you and guide you. And if we're going to a people before we're going to the Lord, if we're relying on people's strategies rather than the Holy spirit, then something's off. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm like sitting here. Amen. I'm like in church. This is awesome. Um, well, that's funny because my, my girls always, they'll say, you know, my clients are like, okay, well that like Heather's preaching, AKA coaching. I'm like, listen, you come, if you hang around me, you're going to get, you're going to get preached to and encouraged at the same time. But, oh yes. Yes. And amen. Yes. And amen. 
Well, I love it. And I love what you say. Like he is, he, he, he is the substance and we have to be taking these things to him. And I know I was convicted recently. So on my closet door, I have one side that's a mirror and I had written goals. You know, I had like a little thermometer of like how to get to the next thing. And it's super easy with the network marketing. We know where the next promotion is. And I love those tangible, reachable, like, okay, you need this X volume, whatever. So you can map that out. And he so convicted me that I needed to erase all of that. I was like, here, God, and then holding on to all of it. And like, here's my goal. And here's where I want to go. And I just had to be like, Lord, this is, this is yours. And one tangible way that I can relinquish that to you is to erase that. I can't look at it every day, all day, and expect to have the Lord, the head of that, because it's for me personally, this is my personal conviction. It was making me feel like Michelle had some sort of control over it. And I was not, I was totally making the goals and like, Hey Lord, come on, let's do this journey together. And he's like, yeah, it doesn't work that way. Like you need to trust me first and foremost. And I, I love just going back in my own personal life, let alone scripture and seeing the ways that the Lord supernaturally, naturally works in things. I mean, I always go back to Moses parting the Red Sea and the ground is what? It's dry. It's dry as bone. Like that is supernatural. And that's the God that we serve. And he can do that and so much more in our own businesses. It's phenomenal. Yeah, I had a, a, uh, one of my one-on-one clients box for me this morning and she was like, um, Heather, you know, she's like, I really feel like the Lord's convicted me that my business is an idol. It's like really interfering with my quiet time, like these goals, right? You have all these ideas of yourself and you like want to invite God into it. And he's like, well, wait a second. Like I, I did a reel about this. It's in my drafts, so you won't see it for a little bit, but like we have to learn how to be God's daughter before we learn how to be a CEO. Mm. Like, do we know what it means to be a daughter of God before we take on this business title of like, you know, what we're doing. And so, um, yeah, the Lord and I told her, I was like, Oh honey, like, do you know my story? Like, yes. What the, my biggest loss in my biggest, you know, the, the darkest season of my life, the Lord showed me that I had made my business an idol and that it was taking place of, of him and that I was relying on it to be my provider, that I was relying on it to grow and it to just be my everything. And so I, you know, I told, she told her what I told myself, like, okay, repent. Right. And so when we, when we find ourselves doing like how the Lord showed you on the mirror, it was all more about you and what Michelle can do and all that, like, Sometimes we can get stuck in shame and like condemnation. And of course that's where the enemy wants to keep us. But I just thank the Holy spirit for showing you that so that he could say, wait, I want to start fresh with you. I want to do this thing a little different. And so we get to repent. We get to change our mind, change our heart, turn away from and start over. So it'll be really exciting to get to watch this like continuation of this next new season that he's bringing you into where he's just showing you a little different way to do business, right? You have the go get, you have the drive, you have the ambition, you have the self-discipline, right? We get that through the Holy spirit too, but like you have all that it's, it's doing it in his strength, doing it in his creativity. And we're made in the image of God. So we get to do that. You know, we don't have to, we don't need to, we don't should, we get to co-labor with the creator of the universe and do awesome, supernatural things. Hello. I'm here for that. Totally. I'm studying acts in our Bible study and the 
growing up, I grew up in a Christian home. I've been surrounded by believers my whole life. And I've definitely taken for granted the Holy Spirit. And I'll be honest, kind of was like, oh yeah, I mean, that's cool. Like whatever, he's the third guy, you know, he's like, whatever. And I didn't realize until a few years ago. And then again, going through Acts, the privilege that we have the Holy Spirit residing in us. In the Old Testament, the Jews and the prophets, they only had the Holy Spirit ascending on them for a moment. He's with us all day, every day, 24 seven, 365, and we get to call on him. So how, as a believer, Heather, do we marry and align these two? Because too often in my mind, I can be like, okay, I can you know, run with the Lord and then my business goals, take this, like they just plummet. Like I have to be, you know, poor in spirit and, you know, on the floor and like not taking anything and not doing anything, but how do we, which I don't agree with, like, I, I feel like there's that balance, but how do we practically do that? How do we take this drive that the Lord has given us and marry that with just seeking first the Lord? Yeah, I'm going to just touch on that poor in spirit thing real quick, because I heard that growing up too. I was raised in a Christian home and I always thought, you know, I kind of equated poor, what we think of in our human brain to like not having enough. Right. And so the Lord has showed me that poor in spirit keeps us humble. Poor in spirit is just a desperation for Jesus, not a a lack of of ability with him, but a lack of ability without him. And so when you say what's a practical way, yes, Lord, I am poor in spirit. I, I can't do this without you. And so it's the idea that as a born again, believer, right? Our flesh remains, our soul remains, but it's our spirit that becomes new in him. And so being spirit led, the Bible calls us to be spirit led. So how do we incorporate that, right? It's learning how our flesh is operating us, how our soul is and how our spirit is. And I think that's a huge, I mean, that's a lifelong journey, right? Wait, what's driving this? Is this my flesh? No, I want three steps, Heather, like three steps, three steps. Do it in 20 minutes. Or, no. yeah, yeah. Okay. Three <laughs> steps to being spirit led and, and doing well. Uh, first of all, it's taking your thoughts captive, uh, yeah. taking your thoughts captive, right? Um, we have thousands and thousands and thousands of thoughts a day, depending on what study you look at. Right. And so we literally are bombarded with ideas. And when we believe those thoughts, they become, when we have a thought that's repeated over time, it becomes a belief. And so the Bible says to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Why? Because he knows that if our, if truth is written in our mind, right out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks that we are, we have these neural pathways. And when they're rooted in truth, then we operate from that place. So I have my neuroscience uh, master neuroscience uh, certification. And really that sounds really fancy, but the Lord met me in that certification. And he was like, Heather, I've already said all of these things in scripture. Let me show you. So when, when we talk about these, like, you know, in the, in the new age, takes this and twist it right into all these things of like, you know, speak things into existence. Well, the Bible tells us that our words have the power to speak life or death. So we know that there's power in the tongue because the Bible tells us that. And it, so it all comes back to a heart posture. And I think that's what the Lord has showed you, Michelle. It's like, Hey, I want things for you. God wants to prosper us. God, I believe in biblical prosperity. And this is such a touchy subject, especially with believers, because it's this whole idea. Oh, if you've heard that the prosperity gospel is evil, there's a good chance that you connect 
prosperity with evil. And so I think we need to get really clear on what does prosperity mean from a biblical context? What does God mean by prospering us? Because the Bible says, I want to prosper you, not harm you, give a hope in a future. There's many scriptures around prosperity. Prosperity is, and I love one of my uh, mentors, Jim Baker, not to be confused with Tammy Faye Baker, but it's Jim <laughs> Baker, a pastor out of Ohio. And he says that prosperity is having more than, first of all, being debt-free because debt-free is actually sin, sin. We're, we're forgetting of sin, but God also says you're the lender, not the borrower. And so being debt-free financially, spiritually, all the things, right. Having more than enough to fulfill your calling and having more than enough to help other people fulfill theirs. And so I think oftentimes believers, and we're, I'm going on a tangent off on this because I'm I feel here like for it. it. Keep going. I feel like as believers, what we do is we kind of justify, well, if I could just have just enough to pay my bills, just enough to, you know, send my kids to private school, just enough to, you know, maybe donate $50 to the, you know, whatever charity that I want. Like, what? That in fact is selfish and limiting God. And so God is a big God. He's a God of abundance. Now abundance and prosperity is going to look different for everybody. A missionary to have enough and more than enough to help other people is going to look different than the person called to Hollywood or New York city or whatever. That prosperity is going to look different. What happens is just like you said, the network marketing company gives you a set of goals and says, this is what you're going after next. And we don't always say, God, is that where you're taking me? Is that what you want me to do? Right. And so just like we can compare our goals to other, we can compare other people's goals and say that those are ours. We can get really on the wrong journey of chasing after the wrong thing. And so to me, inviting God into my business is literally, it's, it's, it's crucial. However, Inviting God into my life before I invite him into my business, learning how to be a daughter first. Because what I would happen to me is every quiet time I would be talking about my business to God. And he's like, hey, I care about that. I love that. Right. But do you know how to just sit with me and, and, and just be with me without always strategizing and thinking of the next thing? And I'm a visionary. So I have a hundred thousand ideas that I've, you know, never even taken action on. Uh, but he's like, can you just be be with me without trying to get something from me, like, you know, without, without wanting the answer to a question, right. Can you just learn how to be with me and be my daughter first before being the CEO? Oh, that is exactly where the Lord has been convicting me. Like if I could look through my prayer journal, it'd be like business, business, oh, child, business, 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 oh, family. I'm like, it's, it's tantamount to only reaching out to our customers about products or yeah. orders or whatever. And, and they're like, that's fine. Like, yeah, you know, I'll, I want to order, but I want to just hear from you. Like just a hi, like just sit here. I love that. I love be a daughter first. Yeah. I don't know if I answered your original question, but I no. hope that was good. It's, it's awesome. I love what you said about being debt-free. Here's what's interesting. So as I am, you know, rebranding the podcast and really just focusing in on what the Lord wanted me to do from the very beginning, I've been doing these market research and talking to a lot of women who are exactly where we are. They have the big goals, everything. And do you know what they said? It was so interesting. I was asking multiple times, like, what's your, what's your big wish? And I heard this at least two or three times and they said, well, I know it was qualified by, I know that this isn't like what, what is almost like, it's not what is acceptable or what I should be wishing for, but, and I was like, well, whatever it is, let's hear it debt-free. 
I want to be debt free. And I was like, who's telling you, you shouldn't want to be debt free. What upline of you is telling you that that is a bad goal or a, cause that's what they were hearing from their company, from their team. And I was like, that's absurd because absolutely the Lord wants us to not be strapped. We're in that process of eliminating debt. And it's so frustrating, right? You bring money in, you're like, oh, it's not even ours because it has to go over here first and it has to go over there. And so then you can't give as, as um, abundantly as you want to give. So I love that you said that. Yeah. And you can't give what you haven't received. Yeah. So there's, there's lots of money mindset issues in Christian people. And that's religion. Like if we could just like sum it up, it's, it's religion and religion is it's demonic. Like, I'm going to go there. Like it is evil that having to follow these set of rules. And so there's this oppression over a lot of believers because there's talk like, now I get where we don't just tithe so that we can get from God, right? That's where that, that, you know, prosperity gospel, but just because man has contaminated, it doesn't mean that it's contaminated. It doesn't mean that it's wrong. And so, yeah, that debt free. And can I just, I feel like when you were saying that, I just heard the Lord say like, I forget which, uh, who, who this is from. Um, but it's that have do be sometimes we feel like we have to have something in order to do something so that we can be that. And I feel like what God's asking us to do often is just the opposite of this. It's the be do have. So we show up, we think we have to have, you know, X amount of dollars in our business so that we can pay that off and that we can be debt free. God often asked us to, we're clothed in righteousness. We're made in the image of God. Like we have to walk in that identity as his children prior to actually feeling like that sometimes. And so we get to show up as a debt-free, we get to be debt-free uh, first and foremost, spiritually, right? We can be spiritually debt-free, but, but I, I hear this talk a lot in network marketing, like, oh, I want freedom of time, freedom of finances, freedom of, and the Lord just told me one day, Heather, the only freedom that you should be chasing after is me. And when you find me and you find full freedom in who I am and who I've created to be in the price that Jesus paid far beyond just saving you from hell. There is so much more to being a believer than just getting out of jail, hell free, right? So get out of jail free card. Yes, that is part of it. But Jesus died to give us an abundant life. What does that mean? And then are we walking in that? And so we get to show up as her today. We get to be her. And then when we believe that we are her debt free in all the ways, right? We do certain things. We steward our finances a little bit better. We show up with, when you mentioned the Holy Spirit, all I think of is that the Holy Spirit gives us power, love, and a sound mind, discipline, right? We show up as her because we have power, we have love, and we have a sound mind. We are disciplined. So we show up, we show up as her, as a debt-free person. We do things naturally that are in alignment with what that person would do. And then we have the debt-free life. And so we think we have to wait. We have to wait to feel a certain way, right? Sometimes our feelings lie to us. Our feelings come from a thought. And so if we believe that we're not debt-free, yep. then we show up as the not debt-free person. So we get to show up as her now and ask the Lord to guide us and give us wisdom and discipline um, in all of those areas. So I think sometimes it's, we have the right concept. We just have the wrong, uh, the wrong like fuel behind it. You know, it's like, we get that. Yes. God wants us to be debt-free in every way. He wants us to have freedom of time. And I don't know about you, but as a mom, I have three little ones and I always feel like I don't have enough time. And I'm very aware, Heather, sometimes your feelings lie to you. Uh -huh. And so I'm like, wait, 
And the Lord just gave me this phrase one day, I have more than enough time to do everything the Lord has asked me to do today. So then the question is, what am I trying to fit in? that is not of him or where am I feeling that pressure? Cause pressure is not from God. Um, where am I feeling that lack? Cause lack is not of God. That's not of the kingdom. Kingdom is abundance more than right. More than enough. And so there's just little things that we get to choose, right? I still don't always feel like I have enough time. Like I'd love a whole bunch more time, but I get to show up and be her that I have more than enough time to do everything the Lord's asked me to do today. Then I start to do things a little differently. And then I lay my head down at night and think I accomplished the things God asked me to do today. And so I, I have the life that I wanted in the first place. Yeah. Uh, I love all of this, Heather. I feel like we could talk for hours because um, I just appreciate you being bold to speak truth. And it's hard because there's a lot of like nuances that the Christian world likes to take and corrupt, you know, uh, the whole idea of prosperity and um, abundance. And I had even spoken to my friend who is in charge of our women's ministry at church. And I was like, what does the Bible say about success? Cause I was really struggling. I mean, it's, I think it's something we're always going to struggle with in some way or another. But for me, I was like, because I was attaching worldly financial success and trying to make it fit into what God says. And, and once we have that eternal perspective on success, then sure, maybe the financial part comes along with it, but our mindset is so shifted that now we're actually looking at it from a different perspective. Oh yeah. God and I have talked a lot about success. And so I find that my ideal client, which is probably you, I'm her too, right? We want worldly success with God's approval. We want to know that we can have the things of this world. And so when we define success from a worldly financial power, you know, the, the platforms, all those things, and we want it with God's approval, like God, is it okay to have those things? And so if I could just sum up what the Lord has taught me about success, success is obedience. And I believe that when we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all these things will be added unto us. Anything that we need will be provided. And so sometimes for me in my business, that's looked like slowing down. That's looked like, Hey, you don't work five days a week anymore. It used to be seven until the Lord convicted me on the Sabbath, but it's like, Oh, now you work two days a week. And I'm asking you to slow down. I remember it so clearly. I saw this sign and it said children at play 10 miles per hour. It was in my neighborhood. And I was like, Oh Lord, no, I don't want to slow down anymore that I already feel like I'm slowed down. I already feel like I'm not that go-getter ambitious running after and chasing after those goals. Like I used to do. And I would achieve them. He's like, slow down. I kid you not the next month, my husband and I made a hundred thousand dollars and it had nothing to do with my business, like nothing to do with my business. The Lord was like, see, I told you I'll provide for you. So when you seek me first, when you, when you surrender, really, that's what, when we talk about like obedience, right? It's surrender, surrender what we want or what we think or what we feel to wait, God, what are you asking me to do? And when we surrendered that, I was, it was, it was my first six figure month and it had nothing to do with my business, but the Lord provided and he blessed even though it was not done in my strength or my creativity or me launching a new program or whatever. And so sometimes that it takes slowing down to speed up. It's the surrender that we say, God, I'm going to trust you. And that to me is success. And I think we do get all of it. We get the, we get the world's definition 
I don't know. I want to share this if you, if, if we have a second, because I really wrestled with the Lord on that Lord, because when I, I lost an eight figure network marketing business. And, uh, in that season, I just went from, you know, losing it all. And I, this season could be summed up as losing it all to find Jesus is all. And so I wasn't always this person that was bold, but I have been in the darkest places, desperate for Jesus, desperate for knowing God, who did you create me to be? And like, you wired me this way. And so I want to make sure I'm operating in, in the best way using these gifts you've given me. And so I, just on this walk with him one day and I was like, Lord, can I have worldly success? Cause it's like, we define the two, like here's the worldly success. And then here's the godly success of obedience. And I just, I just said, Lord, I want both. I want both. I want financial success. I want time freedom. I want all those things that I've been chasing after. And I also know that none of that's going to satisfy me unless you do. So that became the cry of my heart to let him satisfy me. But I was just begging him to tell me because I was like, if, if I shouldn't be chasing after or not even chasing after, but if I shouldn't want those things, um, then take those desires away from my heart. Like if I don't want to have another whatever business again and make X amount of dollars and do all these things and take those desires from my heart. And I kid you not, Michelle, it was a beautiful sunny day. I mean, like one of those days in a postcard, it was just gorgeous. And I felt something on my shoulder and I like thought a bird pooped on me. I was like, oh, great. You know, so I like wipe, go to wipe it off and look at it. And it was like water. And then all of a sudden I just heard, and like, I don't know, I'm not a good estimate of, of distance, but I like 10 feet away from me or so was this just rain shower, like in the middle of this beautiful, gorgeous, sunny day, there was not a rain cloud in the sky. And it was just, shh. and the Holy spirit whispered, whispered to me, you can have both. You can have the sun and the rain in the same day. You can have worldly success and godly success in the same way. And what comes first. That's the important part that you find success in me first. And I will take care of all of the rest. I like chills. That's amazing. I love that. And I love that when we open ourselves up to hearing the Lord, he speaks to us in so many different ways. And we just have to shut up ourselves so that we can truly hear them and absolutely surrender. I can't remember if my word for this year was surrender or not, but I've adopted it. Because That's my I, 2021 word surrender. That's fun. I hope you're having fun in that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was 2021. And then all of a sudden I think I got to 2022 and I was like, you know what? We don't need a word. We don't need a word. We're just going to see what happens here. Um, but through this time, just surrendering it over and the peace, I think that's that it's that piece that um, uh, surpasses all understanding. Like there's no explanation for it. And that's, that's our Lord. Yeah. Logic will get in the way. We want to make sense of it. We want to have a tangible, we want to, we want to make sure it's going to work or whatever. And so that's faith, right? Forgetting logic. This is one of the principles of flow that I teach, but forget logic and operate in wisdom. Mm -hmm. The spirit of the Lord will tell you something that doesn't always make logical sense. You might sound crazy. You might look crazy. You might feel crazy and wisdom trumps logic. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, to like, look back, we always have these experiences where we can look back and go, okay, you know what? That logically made zero sense. We bought a house in 20, we closed the beginning of January. It made no sense. We have two children in private school. Like it made no sense. And yet the Lord showed up, showed up, showed up, showed up. And 
it's just amazing. You just go, well, no, no, no. It was supposed to happen in this way. We were waiting for the market to crash <laughs> and then we could get a really good buy and everything like that. And he's like, no, no, no. I'm just going to show you how, how all of this works. And yet we step what a day away from that. We're like, Oh Lord, help me. You know, we're like the Israelites in the middle. Why did you take me out of this place? Um, <laughs> just, just dumb sheep. So, um, Heather, I adore you. And I am so grateful to the Lord for bringing us together because you are a light in this dark world and you are pointing people to Christ myself. And, um, I'm just so incredibly grateful. So where can everyone find you? Oh my gosh. Well, thank you. My love language is words of affirmation. So I receive all of that. And I'm just, you know, I always tell my husband, just feed me and tell me I'm pretty and I will be happy girl. Um, so you just, you just made me feel good. I, yeah, I've got a podcast. It's seek first CEO. I have a Facebook community and I'm on Instagram. I'm all the places it's Heather Shriver Burns. Um, and, uh, you can find me there. I did not want to keep my maiden name, but the Heather, Heather Burns didn't exist. And so when I branded myself, I had to keep it all and it's super long, but anyways, you'll find me Heather Shriver Burns and seek for CEO. That's where you can hang out with me. I love it. And is your husband's name, George? It sure is. And yes, he looks nothing like the, you know, the old George Burns, but every time people uh, meet him, they crack up at that. Yeah. I thought I saw that on Facebook. I'm like, that is hysterical. I love it. Well, Heather, thank you so much. And yes, everyone, I will leave all of her details in the show notes. You can go check her out because she's amazing. Oh my gosh. Thank you. I had so much fun and I just am so excited to continue our friendship and to see where God's taking you. Yeah. Thank you. Yay, you stuck around. Okay, this is what I mentioned at the very beginning. Heather has a resource of 100 biblical declarations for Christian entrepreneurs. Friend, we hear all about the affirmations and, you know, say it, gratitude and all that kind of stuff. And it's great. But I don't know about you. I want to know what God declares about me. And she starts off with things like, I am fearless because God is always with me. And that's taken straight from Isaiah 41.10. So click the link in the show notes and it is going to take you directly to this PDF that you can download. If you can't find it for whatever reason, go to Heather's Instagram, which is also linked in the show notes and go to her bio there. Click the link there about the hundred declarations, hundred biblical declarations for Christian entrepreneurs. I opened this and I instantly just got chills as I'm reading what our God declares about us. God is my God is my provider. I have the mind of Christ because I am His child. So. Go check that out. You absolutely want it. Print it out just like I did so you have it handy and ready for you. Hey, before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's episode, would you pop over to iTunes to Growth Against the Grain and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of other mamas just like you, learning to align their audacious goals with what God has for them, then join us at bit.ly slash Christian Mindset Support or click on the link below. There's always room for one more. Can't wait to see you over there. <laughs>